Hello and welcome, folks, to the Vikings Territory Breakdown Podcast with myself, Joe Oberly from VikingsTerritory.com and PurplePTSD.com and Mark Craig, uh, NFL writer and Viking writer, uh, NFL insider and Viking writer for the Star Tribune, StarTribune.com. Mark, before I get going, I've got to, I've got to uh, tell the folks about breaking news. Breaking news, I finally got my mug and it's, you can see the mug. Oh, wait, wait. This is this is what I want to show them, yeah. Because I don't want to look at that. I got the, I got the mug, uh, with our our little logo on there. So run out in there and get your get yours quickly, fast. Like you're gonna need one for the draft tomorrow night. You got the right handed mug. You got the right handed mug, right? I do, I do, and I'm left handed, so that's a, a problem to begin with. Um, Mark, the 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 draft starts on Thursday, and uh. As I said on the uh, copy that I wrote for this, uh, expect the unexpected because this is the Vikings we're talking about. I mean, you know, they could trade up, they could stick at 23, or they could trade down. But that's not all the options for the Vikings. There's many more. I mean, you look at what happened in 2003 when they missed their pick and and Twice, got seven yeah. Williams two picks later. And then last year, Kwesi's trading into the division. So, God only knows what happened. Expect the unexpected. What do you What do you think about uh, the Vikings? Yeah, team? yeah. It's uh, you know, I I did uh, just a short little thing for the paper about how every year that's ended in a three, they've picked some sort of player that's been, uh, you know, a uh, long. You can remember him for years and years. Kevin Williams is one of them. Robert Smith, uh, Chuck uh, Foreman, Paul Flatley in 1963 was uh, rookie of the year. But yeah, uh, Kevin Williams was. Uh, uh, and uh, and also Kevin Seaver wrote a nice piece about the 20 year anniversary and and got yeah. into some details on 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 uh, Red McCombs ordering them to trade down because then he would save money. Red, you know, he had the golden touch that year. He got the trade down. And they still got a, a great player. Who, frankly, uh, I know we're talking about Jared Allen being a should be in the Hall of Fame. Kevin Williams deserves to make it to at least as far as Jared has made it. Because he's that's a five-time All-Pro guy there, first-team All-Pro. I was going to so, ask you that. I, I, what you thought on that? If 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 you think he'll get there someday? I mean, he's such a quiet well, guy and not a self-promoter by any means. Yeah, it's uh, it's he should be should be you know brought along more than he has. And I, I you know right now all the focus is on Jared, but uh, you know Kevin's certainly a guy. So uh, I don't know how we ended up talking about Kevin Williams on uh, on draft, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, there you I, go. It's unpredict- I, unpredictable, Joe. That's right. Expect the unexpected. I just thought, you know, that I, I still think it's just funny to hear you describe it because the Vikings, I mean, we were going crazy when we were watching it and they said, oh, we still got the guy we wanted. Well, years later, you have to say, yeah, they still got the guy they wanted, I guess, in Kevin Williams because the well, two yeah, guys I, taken I, in front I, of him weren't any. Right. Right. I, I don't think there's any question that they, uh, they got that guy because uh, he was – you like to have those those types of picks that uh, when you're in that top uh, top ten. So so what's what's Quasi going to do? We got one year track record with him <clears throat> last year, and he, you know, we you know the analytics guy comes in. And we were all excited to see what this new regime could do him and Kevin O'Connell, and and we get to their first pick. I can't. It was mid. I guess it was number twelve. Uh, what was it? Twelfth. Number twelve pick. And they yeah. traded back. You know, twenty killed- spots. They they kill for the twelve spot this year, wouldn't they, Mark? I mean, you know, so uh, I, I it just what's Quasi going to do? What do you think when you look at it from the the three hundred foot 
Well, the, it's you know, it's all over the map. I know that they you know they like uh, this lot of teams, and uh, you know, I I just got done doing my mock draft. I call it the one point one and done draft, one and done draft. I don't. I've, uh, some of them I saw one that was up to Mach 11.0. That might be, there might be more people who do even more of them. But uh, I have Pretty you sure know, I you know, three trades being made, three trades being made, um, you know, for quarterbacks, people moving up. And uh, so five quarterbacks being taken uh, and five cornerbacks being taken before the Vikings are on the clock. So in my draft, which if you don't like it, don't worry, because it probably won't happen. Uh, the Vikings, there's no corners, there's no quarterbacks. Um, I feel like they'll probably trade back, uh, because they, you know, they don't have a second round pick. Uh, if you look in the division of the top 81 picks, the Vikings have one pick. The Lions had five of them, including two in the first round. The Packers have three, the Bears have four. Uh, so I think they probably will trade back at that point, but. Uh, in my mock draft, I happen to stay still and taking care of what I think is is their definitely their biggest need on offense and might be their biggest need overall since they've added some corners in free agency. It's that it's getting a number three receiver. Uh, you know wow. that you know for them to line up right now with you know with, you know you feel like you got two got a great receiver, you got the best receiver, then you have a pretty good receiver that's ready for that elevation in KJ Osborne. But after that, what do you have? And I think that I, I got him picking the Zay Flowers from uh, the Boston College receiver. He would be the second off the board. Uh, if you look at him, guy, but boy, he, can he separate? And he has got, uh, you know, quickness and speed uh, to be that third receiver, that second, third receiver. So that's what I have. You know, I, I, I've seen it all over the map with what people are, I've had them doing. So that's, that's my story, Joe, and I'm sticking to it. You see the guy that I, I think uh, uh, Ben uh, Guessing also did a uh, he did a whole ra- a whole seven round draft for the uh, Vikings uh, mock draft. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the next segment. But I think he talked about it and I was reading about him. Is he the guy that's got burner speed but has had a little trouble with hanging on to the ball? Is that is well? That- that's uh, that's Quentin Johnson from okay. Johnston from. From TCU, I mean, he's a guy that you would think would be in there, but you know, uh, apparently, you know, he's he's known for having the drop season. Uh, I don't think they need another one of those. So, Troy Williamson? No, Troy no, Williamson. no, 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 no. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it just feels like you know the the quarterbacks, you know, being so many of them, the top of the draft teams fighting over them. I think the corners are going to go, you know, high and be kind of through by the time the Vikings get there. I think so. The receivers, the receivers won't be picked through, I don't think. Uh, it'll be the, the guy from Ohio State probably going, you know, 12 or whatever in that area. And then, you know, Vikings could have their pick of the second, you know, second best receiver. So oh, you're saying best player available. I mean, if if the if the cornerback cornerbacks are not picked over, do they take a cornerback at that spot? Because that might be the best player with the biggest need on their team, you think? Well, I, I, I'm looking at it, you know, six corners, you know, they're taking the sixth corner as opposed to the second receiver. I, you know, my, my feeling is receiver is a need that um, I mean, we'll find out when we get in into the season if they don't have a another right. another receiver. But, uh, you know, Adam Thielen might have tailed off a little at the last year, but yep. 
you know, Adam Thielen was a, is a pretty big part of that offense uh, two years ago and wasn't a throwaway last year, I don't think. And, and they, you know, that's, that's a need. That's, a, that's one of the big players that they lost. What do you think about Jalen Naylor? Do you think, I mean, they drafted him last year and he, he got, you know, some special teams work and then he got moved into the offense in, in just bits and pieces as the season wore on. Do you think uh, they think highly enough of him and the fact that it's their, their draft pick that they want, they may have, they have confidence in him to fill that role. Well, if, if you got, if you have to, I mean, yeah, he would, he or Jay or Rieger would be that, that, that third guy, but you know, it depends on how, you know, <laughs> yeah, if they think that this is a, well, they, they like Laquan, Laquan Treadwell coming out, but, you know, to me, don't pick a receiver just to pick a receiver, but if there's a, if there's an explosive guy there that can make a difference, it can separate the way this guy does, you, you know, he would, he would make your offense so much better than say Jalen Naylor, a fifth round pick or whatever he was, sixth round, um, you know, but yeah, if they have to, you know, they, they go forward with something like that. But this is your opportunity to add a, you know, an impact player at 23. But, you know, in saying that, they, they could be trading back at the first round or two seconds. I don't know. Or, or say you trade back and you get a number one next year and you, call, you go into next year with two number ones. That's what I was going to say next. Setting aside the the possibility that the Vikings could miss their pick, <laughs> you know, like they did in two thousand three, um, d- there's all kinds of talk and steam uh, pinning the Vikings to, to trading up for a quarterback. They've done all this research on all these quarterbacks that are listed to go in the top third of the draft. You know, you know, out of the reach of them unless they traded down. Do you? see that as a uh, possibility is it a smoke screen is it is it are they looking at these guys in case one of these quarterbacks drops to them or, yeah well yeah and, so what, what do you think 100 percent that if it if it, they fall within range um <clears throat> i i believe they're willing to give up a number one next year to, to get that i think that was ben's prediction was they they went up with, with tennessee yeah uh, and yeah. Gave, gave a 2024 first round pick to, to get him, uh, they feel strongly enough in him, then by all means, that, that's, that's a good trade. Uh, you know, like, like when you look at like what the, what the chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes was the 10th overall pick. Okay. The chiefs were at that, that, that year had the, um, 22nd pick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they traded that and then they traded another, another number one, uh, so they never gave up to get Patrick Mahomes 10th. They never gave up anything higher than a 22nd overall pick. You know, gave up two first rounders. And the, and uh, so, you know, if you, if you could do that and you have confidence that he is the guy, then I, I would think they're in a situation. Yes, by all means do it. But I also see, uh, you know, I, I see, uh, first of all, I see the Titans as a possibility to take him themselves. Uh, I know yeah. they got a third, they got a guy in a third round last year, but you know, Tannehill is nothing special. Um, so, you know, I could see them, you know, being a guy, uh, one that takes them themselves. You've got Washington at 16, I think, which is, uh, we can get to that later, but Washington at 16, you got Tampa Bay at 19. Um, you know, there's other teams that the Vikings aren't the only team that's going to say, Hey, Anthony right. Richardson's pretty good. 
you know, let's trade up and get him. You know, it's you're, you're going to be fighting amongst uh, teams that want to do that, do the same thing, I believe. Well, Quasi uh, doesn't have have any problems throwing away draft picks. Not throwing away, but trading away draft picks. Um, so so what do you think of those quarterbacks? I mean, you, you did look to the first round. You got C.J. Stroud. You got Bryce Young. You got Will Levis, I guess is pronounced, and Anthony Richardson. Those are your top uh, four or five. Uh, which one of them potentially drops, you know, where do the other ones fall when you, when you look at your, well, I mean, it's, you know, these drafts tend tend to go the same way. And sometimes it's these, these smoke screens are real. Sometimes they're just smoke screens, but the the biggest storyline going right now is CJ Stroud falling out of supposedly by, by a consensus of everyone that's, you know, crawling all over this thing. Uh, that he has, he, he, he had this test, the S2 cognitive test or whatever, and finished in the 18th percentile. Mm. Supposedly, you know, that gets, I don't know, that gets leaked out of teams would know that, yeah. uh, but, but the, the public wouldn't know that. And, and this is a, as, as a reason that he might drop. Uh, so he, you know, talking about him dropping, you know, past that, because if, for, for, for weeks now, it was, it's either going to be young or Stroud, Stroud or young. Well, yeah. now it's it's young, unquestioned, I guess, and then now it's like Will Levis has moved into that second spot, and you you hear enough chatter that there could be something to that, uh, but I don't think, I don't think Stroud is going to go far. I, I in my mock draft, I'll, I'll I'll grant the Will Levis thing and Stroud slipping, um, that it, there could be something to that, and but I think that the Colts. First of all, I don't believe I don't believe, and we'll see what happens. I don't believe Houston sits there at number two and passes and takes a edge rusher. Uh, I just can't see that. I mean, that you're you're in that spot for a reason. It's because you don't have a quarterback. Your organization has been a train wreck for so long. Now you got a good coach. Uh, you know, you you take that quarterback. I think so. That, but I think Indianapolis jumps up one spot. Uh, Arizona decides to go down one spot. Arizona gives up nothing. It's like the Vikings when they wanted to, you know, they traded with the Browns to go from three to four and they right. took Khalil. Uh, they still got the guy they wanted. So the Cardinals will still get the guy they want. The Colts, I think, will get Stroud at number three. And then it becomes where does Richardson go? Uh, um, or, yeah, uh, where does Richardson go in all of this? And so, you know, I don't think he's going to go to Seattle. I don't think he's going to go to the Detroit. Uh, you know, Atlanta could be a possibility at eight. Um, so, yeah, to me, it's uh, I actually have the the Bears trading again with Washington, and Washington. This would be a good way to uh, to kind of say goodbye to the uh, the uh, Dan Snyder era of uh, reign of terror and error, <laughs> and get your quarterback. Uh, I mean, who knows? I would imagine that if if there's an, if there's a deal in place and it's okay you know, that uh, Snyder's not going to be able to step in and, and mess up the draft. Uh, so maybe they swing for the fences on a quarterback. Uh, they give up a number one next year uh, and they go and they, and that the bears would be, you know, trading back from one to nine to 16 and probably still get a offensive tackle that they need to protect their 24 year old franchise quarterback. And they probably, you know, stick a dagger in the Vikings uh, ability to get that guy. So, that's uh, that's my crapshoot. All these got all these teams, other teams in the uh, 
Central Division, Central Division, the uh, NFC North are uh, uh, loading up with picks. I mean, you got the A-Rodge trade. We'll talk about that later. For them, you got the, the Lions got like, you, you mentioned what, five in the first 80 picks. And now, now you got the Bears loading up. Boy, and here we are with Vikings, the cash, the uh, pick poor Vikings uh, are just going to be watching a lot of other people. Don't the, did I miss them? Don't the Vikings have a comp, compensatory pick? Didn't they get one for uh, for what's his name from the Jets? Uh, 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 Conklin? Because I saw well, the, the, yeah, the 20. They have a first, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth. I don't know that any of those are compensatory. Wow. I knew they had five coming in. I thought they got a sixth because of Conklin, but maybe maybe it's next well, year that they get it. I don't know. Uh, only one team has fewer picks than the Vikings, and that's Miami. Miami has four. Wow. And one of those is a forfeit. They forfeited their first round pick because they were tampering with Tom Brady and they were tampering with mm. Sean Payton and all that. So, uh, and then the, the the Packers have twelve picks. Uh, that's tied with tied with Houston for uh, you know for the most picks. Obviously, now four of them are in the seventh round. Uh, six of them are in the fifth round or lower. So it's not like they're you know loaded up with but with uh, all these high picks. But it's it's a situation where you, know, you want to build through the draft, especially when your quarterback becomes expensive and all this stuff that um, you, you want, you want to try and take, have as many swings as you that you want to have, you know, it, it helps to have four seventh rounders, but they're not throwaway picks as we certainly saw last year with uh, the 49ers, the last pick in the draft, you know, getting Brock Purdy. Yeah. Uh, and one more quarterback question. So in your mock, um, the one and done mock, uh, and you have the Vikings sticking at twenty three and taking the wide receiver. In that, did 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 uh, Hendon Hooker go before that? And if not, or did he go later? Did somebody else take him? I mean, because the, there's been all kinds of yeah. talk about the Vikings being connected to that pick and doing the due diligence. What? what you yeah, about? I mean, uh, I don't sense that they 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 like him as certainly don't like him as much as Richardson. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my mock draft, I have Seattle going from 20 up to 15. Uh, or no, to, uh, yeah, 15 with the Jets. Because the Jets now have the 15th pick, and uh, uh, you know, the Packers have the 13th pick because uh, your, your your hero got traded finally. My and hero. Uh, My hero. So, yeah. yeah so, you know, I, I think there's probably, you know, because the four of them are going to, in my mock draft, four are going in the top, top nine. And then Hooker is out there. And I feel like Seattle is a, I mean, obviously, um, you know, there, there's other teams that are really wanting, you know, to get a quarterback and you want to kind of, you know, it goes back to the Teddy Bridgewater trade and maybe some other trades where a team comes up into the first round, even if it's that last pick, because then they get a quarterback and they get that fifth year option on it. Why mm-hmm. the Vikings you know, got Teddy a 32nd overall. So I, you know, I, I feel like Seattle, you know, Geno Smith did a great job for him last year. He got him to the play, helped get him to the playoffs. And then they turn around, they get the, the fifth overall pick because the Broncos totally overestimated Russell Wilson's shelf life. And so, but now do, do they sit at 20 and, and take Hooker if he falls to them, or, does, or do they fear that there's teams coming around them? You can bet the Jets are probably because they need, they need a tackle uh, to protect Rodgers. Uh, if they think that they can get uh, a tackle farther down, you know, they're going to be open for business uh, to move down 
farther. And then here suddenly, you know, the Seahawks come out of who won last year's draft. They had the best draft in football last year. And they come out of the first round with, I, I think, Jalen uh, Carter, the best interior, maybe the best player in the draft. And their quarterback, Raptor Geno, is done hmm. after this year. Well, uh, speaking of uh, Richardson, uh, my wife uh, sent me a uh, story this morning where she read that he told ESPN he's not from the planet Earth. So, you know, not, you know, I don't know how that comes across her news feed, but she's calling me right now. So I'm going to have to take a break here and find out if she's got some more Anthony Richardson news for me. But uh, we'll take a break right now. We'll come back with uh, much more talk on the draft with Mark Craig from the Star Tribune. So come on back to Vikings territory. Vikings Territory Break Vikings Territory Breakdown Podcast. Isn't that the name? Like that. Uh, I need, look I at need, your cup. Look, look need, at your mug. Yeah. There it is. Vikings Territory Breakdown. Oh God, that's it. All right. Come on back. Welcome back to the Vikings Territory Breakdown Podcast. Says it right here on the cup with that uh that logo of, of Mark and me. It's supposed to be us. I you know, it's a nice job. I I uh I'm not ready to shave for the mustache yet, but uh, it probably matches my hairline. And Mark looks much much younger than he is. Just let's remember that since he gives me yeah. all this ages crap. And I did just call the I did just call the NFC North the Central, so I guess I aged myself. I'm sure show where I'm at. Yeah, that's uh, we're going on uh, what 22 <laughs> years of uh, of that one, so. That is, that's a long time ago. Anyway, <clears throat> well, we're talking about the draft, the 2023 draft. Uh, the Vikings have picked 23. We don't know what they'll do. Mark says in his mock draft that they're going to stay there. I think they'll trade down, but, you know, God, you know just because I think Quasey's uh, got happy feet in the war room. He likes to get, you know, everybody wants to amass picks. They only have five. I thought they had a compensatory pick with, uh, uh, for Tyler Conklin, I'm not sure if they do or not. We'll have to check that. But um, they have plenty of needs. So you, you can see them wanting to amass more picks. And if their player isn't there, they'll probably, that's what they'll probably try to do. Mark, what, what do you see as the Vikings maybe in order of preference uh, as their need? It sounds like we're starting out with cornerback, but they're going to be gone. So you're going you're gonna to say wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to. When you're when you're when you're stacking needs, uh, we don't. I don't know the, you know, the health of Booth. I don't know the health of of Evans, uh, the health of of Byron Murphy, and the health of the of the uh, the corner they just signed from the from the Patriots. Right. You know, they don't. Their belief is those guys are all going to be healthy. So I almost, you know, corner is definitely a a need, but. As as they added this last guy, and you know, uh, Byron Murphy can play inside and outside. Um, you know, Booth was a second round pick. Evans played well uh, as a fourth round or whatever. Well, he played better than yeah, played Booth um, for early in that last year. Uh, you know, the, the the guy they got from New England is is a former second round pick who's you know didn't you know, miss last year but injury, but you know as a uh, Decent track record before that, so I, I kind of put that that receiver on, on a level footing. Although, if if you like, a, if there's a if the difference between a great corner and a great receiver right now, mm -hmm. and there even if it is the sixth best cor best corner, they probably go corner. Uh, but I just feel like that the receiver at that point is going to be a better a better pick for them at that point. 
Uh, but they, they will come out of this draft somewhere with a cornerback. You know, so uh, for, for the purposes of the mock draft in the first round, I had them going with that receiver. It's definitely their biggest offensive need. It might be their best need on the entire team, I feel. So after that would be, you know, you take 1A and the other is 1B. And then, uh, and I remember beating this drum last year, defensive line I thought was their, you know, their, their, an underrated uh, need that people weren't talking about. I had them taking that Jordan Davis from, from Georgia. I thought that would have been a great pick at 12. Um, right. Who knows? Um, he didn't play a whole lot in Philadelphia last year, but Philadelphia loses Hargrave and they're not, they're not too upset about it. Hargrave's an all pro uh, defensive tackle and they got, because they got Jordan Davis there to step in this year. Um, so I, I'll put defensive line is at, at number three. I, I'm just still not, I know they got, they got the guy from the Packers. Um, but I just feel like they, they you know, if, if say, uh, there's a couple, there's a, they're not going to get, they're obviously not going to get Jalen Carter unless he, Randy Moss type tumble down the draft board. And if Jalen Carter is sitting there at 23, yeah, I don't I care. Ask it. I don't, I, uh, I don't care. Uh, uh, well, I care, but I mean, you know, what he's done would not outweigh what he, you know, the risk would not outweigh the reward that you could get for him at 23, but don't see that happening. There is a, uh, a defensive tackle for, that plays at Pittsburgh that's been projected in the lower half of the uh, second or of the first round, you know, bottom of the first round that maybe they could jump on him. And that would be a, could be a good pick. Uh, Cansey from Pittsburgh. Uh, where did you have Jalen Carter going? To the Seahawks fifth overall. Okay. And I, um, frankly, I think he, I think he could, it could go to Arizona at four if Arizona trades down. Hmm. Uh, but uh, you know, everyone, I'll, I'll everyone's saying uh, edge rusher for, uh, you know, for the Cardinals, but uh, I, Jalen Carter, you know, it wasn't long ago that uh, Jalen Carter was going to be the first overall pick to the Bears before the Bears traded. The so he's, uh, nope. it's, it's a, it's a rare thing to get that dominant defensive tackle that can rush the passer. I mean, there just right. aren't a lot of, you don't find them outside, you know, very often outside of that premium pick. Right. At, you know, and, and there are, there's, there's more, there's more holes to fill. You have offensive line. They could use a guard because Ezra Cleveland's going to be a free agent after next season. You've got, uh, 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 we've talked about quarterback and wide receiver and, you know, with so much questions as to what's going on. I mean, we don't know what's happening with, I'm not saying running backs in need, but we don't, the uncertainty of Dalvin cook and the uncertainty of Zadarius Smith edge rusher has got to be a concern because Daniil Hunter, I think will be a free agent after next year as well. I mean, is that, is that something they could do? I mean, or, or are they going to end up keeping them both for this year? I don't know what's going on. Well, I, I mean, I, running back certainly not. I would think was, you know, they, they did resign Madison. Madison, mm -hmm. caliber guy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm uh, not. Behind Madison is is uh, is Kane, and uh, behind him is a Ty Chandler. I I think they're, you know, they're they can get by at running back, especially. Yeah. You know, I mean, I say you know they take the guy from Texas, Robinson. You know, you know I, to me that. That's, that would scream like overkill at running back. But then again, some people might say that that was overkill in 2008 uh, or 2007 when they took Adrian Peterson, you know. Um, so uh, if you feel like he's going to be a Hall of Fame running back, maybe you take him. But I don't see that happening. Uh, he might even go before that now. Uh, 
So what about the edge rusher. Edge rusher. I mean, they went out and got the, they got the guy from uh, from New Orleans. Uh, so, you know that, that he's he's going to start, and then Zadarius. You know, the, the hope probably yeah, I think they're thinking is trade him at some point in the draft and get what you can. Um, but yeah, to me, it's that's not as yeah. I mean, you, there's 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 you could make a case for a lot of needs. You know, because so and so is going to you know contracts would be up next year. Uh, you know, the quarterback, obviously, he's not signed past next year, this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, you kind of start with your immediate needs, you know, where you're where you're not prepared to play right now and go from there. Yeah, it, it's 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 so many needs and so few picks, and it's going to be uh, the um, the story of this draft. And I think it's going to end up trading down to a mass more swings at the plate and uh, – People may not be satisfied because it may not be the biggest names they know, or certainly names I don't know. Um, looking at uh, Ben Gessling's mock for the Vikings, he he did have a couple trades worked in there, and you know, uh, offering a, a few different things. His his first round pick was as a result of a, a trade with uh, the Titans, as you mentioned, to down to number eleven, and they take Anthony Richardson. Uh, other possibilities. Uh, I actually, uh, I, I want to say this before I move on. Ben mentions this guy, and so does Sports Illustrated, as the the pick they take at twenty three is Deontay Banks, a cornerback from Maryland. Uh, if he's, you, you don't expect he will be there at twenty three. No, I uh, he's one of the five that I have going, and I think I had him going to. Uh... Yeah, to the Patriots. I, you know, I, I, the way the way the draft shakes out, at least in my mock, I don't see Belichick um, passing on a corner, but he could. Uh, can't see is that guy Ben also. You know, and God love right. Ben for, for doing a seven round mock draft. I, I, I just <laughs> wouldn't want to. Please, please don't ever. Please let me retire. Please, football gods, let me retire before anyone yeah. asks me to do a seven round mock draft. Mark and I look like this. Can't do seventh round mock draft. Yeah. That's right. We, yeah. Um, uh, so, so, yeah. You know, it is Mark's, uh, Mike, uh, Ben's second pick. He's got the Vikings uh, with another trade. I think this one's with KC. They get not picking until round three because they, uh, they, 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 and they take Julius Brantz, a cornerback from Kansas State. Uh, uh, what are your thoughts on him? Do you do you know anything about him? Come on, Mark. He's a he's a cornerback. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where you start seeing. Uh, you know, you're going to see a you probably see a. You know, I mean, you're going to see another young talent. Hopefully, it's not a guy that's that has has an injury history. Um, I don't know if Brent's does. I would imagine you know, six two. Thir- he's got thirty four inch arms, Joe. Mm. If he if he had thirty three inch arms or thirty three and three quarters, I would say absolutely not. Um, but if with 34 inch arms, uh, it's a possibility for me. That's, that's all I got to say. You can break up passes with that extra. I think that, yes, if you take a corner, which I think corner probably, if they don't take them in, if they don't take a corner in the first round, I think their next pick will be a cornerback. Uh, and it's gotta be someone with some durability, um, are we, is it too early to have the if healthy? We can have the, the little crawler that says if healthy. 
Because I'm gonna I'm gonna take the, the one nothing lead on you. It's got to be someone that stays healthy. Yeah. My goodness. In honor of Bud Grant, can we make this? You know, the first draft in history without Bud Grant alive. Make it all. Make it five guys who don't have any injury problems. That, that would be nice. Uh, that, that would in inappropriate. Uh, <clears throat> uh, another possibility uh, Ben mentioned for that that pick that second round or that second pick was a wide receiver Johnny Jonathan Mingo. But then he mentions as their third pick in round four Trey Palmer, wide receiver from Nebraska. Those are two wide receivers. Uh, do you think? Uh, I mean, you you have him picking a wide receiver in the first round. It's uh, uh, it, isn't isn't the draft always loaded at wide receiver? You can get somebody good, aka uh, Stephon Diggs, a fifth rounder, way back when. I mean, is is uh, do they have to go wide receiver to fill that spot, or you just you just think that oh, that guy is is that good that they should grab him at that point in second best? No, I, I certainly I would not say that. I mean, you can you can make cases for you know Tom Brady's a sixth round pick so they say you can find quarterbacks anywhere I mean yep. hey best quarterback ever ever was was uh you know Johnny Unitas wasn't even drafted right? I don't believe um so you know I, I you could say that with running I I it's kind of been the that that's been the case with running backs now there are exceptions to the rule I think Adrian Peterson was an exception you don't find an Adrian Peterson anywhere uh, but you find a you can he's been proven over and over and over again. You can especially in today's game that you can find a running back, you know, when you need one like that. But I don't think that that you can make that case with uh, you know with a receiver. I mean, certainly Stephon Diggs was a great fifth round pick. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think that that's you know there's been a lot of cases of hits and misses in the first round. I mean, Detroit, Detroit had a Matt Millen had a three or four year run of swinging and missing on uh, receivers. And I think he did obviously connected. I think that was him on, on Charles, uh, on Calvin Johnson, but there was, you know, remember there was this run where the Lions were taking them in the top 10 or top five every year. And they were, they were busts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, you know, I think, I, I, I think I, Zay flowers, my money would be on him being better than someone in the fourth round or, or uh, yeah, fourth round. Uh, but but if you don't take a receiver in the in the first round, yeah, then then it's going to be a, a receiver in the third round or a receiver in yeah. the fourth round. Uh, I you know you're not going to. I mean, years ago when the, when Randy Moss you know took the uh, NFC Central by storm at that time like back in, <laughs> back when back when you were in your younger days when wow. you were a member of the Central, um, the Packers first three picks I think a year or two after that might have been the year after cornerback 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 because you know he just redefined what it was to play defense against you're going to face this guy twice a year you needed to load up and uh, the league was going that way so uh, i don't see him doing that like the receiver 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 right you know, right uh it's they're gonna you know the, everyone says best we took the best player available on the board well there's so many you know that, that's not a true honest statement where uh it's it might be the best player that fit their need so it's both need and best player that that's got to be a rare thing i mean that that was documented that after the after moss and the vikings burned the packers on monday night football they got scared and that's how they drafted uh their next how many years 
you don't see that anymore or unless there's some guy that comes out that uh, is that earth shattering that you have to draft your team for that. I mean, I, I I'm concerned right now, as I mentioned earlier, all the picks that these teams are getting and, and now somebody in Detroit actually knows what they're doing. It's not Matt Millen in there pounding the deck for somebody, you know, the Detroit's making good choices and they're, you know, although, they got a gambling problem, but other than that, you know, they've, they've, uh, they're, I think they're doing a better job of it, but you don't see a team saying, Oh my God, we play these guys twice. So we got to, you know, load up because they got to play the whole league. It's not just those, those guys playing them. Twice. Well, do, do they have a gambling problem or do they have a getting caught gambling problem? Uh, it could be. That's a good point. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So anyway, um, anything else about that draft? Of uh, sticks out, at, you know, they, uh, the mock draft anyway from uh, uh, Ben. He he has them trading their their third round pick to the Chiefs, and they get the one thirty fourth and the ninety fifth and the one thirty fourth. So I, gosh, I I just don't want to see that. I I know you got to get more more bodies and and more swings at the bat, but gosh darn it, you know. The way a draft works, you just gets as a fan, you get psyched up for for seeing the pick come up, and you you want them to take. You got somebody all lined up to take them, and you want to take them. But um, I mean, you can get bodies so many other ways. Why why wouldn't you want to take a, you know, keep keep your picks and see what you can get? Do you see the Vikings trading for future drafts to to load up? I don't know. What else do you think you see there, Mark? Well, I mean, I, I don't necessarily see it, but I you know. I know that they're what they're one if they want to hit a home run here in the next two years at quarterback. Yep. Uh, you know, if someone trades up and you know if they go if they decide to go back and, uh, and or to get a, a a first round pick next year, you know, I could see that. Um, you know, there, there's um, I think Ben has them taking a running back, up, actually a local guy uh, in the sixth, seventh round, sixth, seventh. Seventh pick in the sixth round, Evan Hall from Northwestern, the Maple Grove guy. I don't know if that's, um, if that's you know possibility. I mean, or if it's just a hey, you know, got to pick someone. Here's a local guy. Um, (laughs) But um, you know, linebackers a possibility because you know that's where you find some of your best special teams players. I could see that being a pick somewhere down in there. Uh, they're, they're, they're always, I know Spielman was always that way and picking, like, you're always looking for an edge rusher somewhere that you can, you know, like the deal of Daniel hunters of the, although Daniel is a third round pick, but you're looking for that, you know, uh, nugget that can be, you know, groomed to be a good, really good pass rusher. Uh, so, you, so that's a possibility. Uh, you know, I quarterback, I guess, if they don't take one in the first round yeah. somewhere, but mm-hmm. I, I almost look at that as boy, you better really be sold on him because, you know, I don't know if you want to not waste another pick like the Vikings did with Kellen Mond. Um, you know, obviously taking a guy uh, with, with uh, O'Connell as the coach, groom him is a, is a better thing than taking Kellen Mond and having Zim as your head coach and a yeah. first-year coordinator, Clint Kubiak, as your, as your coordinator play caller. That was a wasted draft pick. Um, but – it could also be a waste of draft pick in the fact that, you know, I know they want to swing big here and, you know, if they don't do it this year, do they do it next year's draft? You know, so do you want to have a guy that's just going to be a guy and you waste that pick? I, I, probably not if it's down low. 
Do you see this overall as a, as a needs-based draft or a BPA draft, best player available? What 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 are they going to do nine times out of ten, and certainly early? You're you saying you're saying needs-based? I think almost every draft is needs-based. I, I just I don't buy that someone you know Adrian picking Adrian in two thousand seven was an exception. Yeah, there are exceptions. I, you know, Randy Moss could be, you know, because they had Chris Carter, they had Jake Reed. Uh, certainly, you know, the NFL was not playing as many three receiver sets at that point. Um, you know, obviously that Randy falling, you know, the the reward became so much greater than the risk that, hey, you know, people weren't going to take him. In that, you know, Cowboys weren't going to take him high, but, you know, Vikings, it was a lot easier for them to take him. And then Randy used, used that as a chip. Uh, well, it's God, God first gave him the ability to do what he, he could do. And then he just kind of used that as motivation and, not that he was motivated on every single play, but uh, enough plays to <laughs> enough plays to be uh, an all-time great player. Uh, but I, I see it as, you know, and, and Quasey was asked about this, you know, the number of picks versus uh, impact players. And he, you know, for, for what it's worth, grain of salt this time of year, he kind of he looked at last year as, as a numbers-based, you know, they got a lot of picks last year. They got a lot of picks that they believe are still going to produce, which they didn't produce last year. He's they're expecting them to produce this year. And he talked about this year being more of an impact type. You know, you stay where you're at, you make your pick, get an impact player. Now, we'll, I'm sort of on in your side. Of, his nature is not to just sit and pick. I, I just – he's going to be all over the place because he's still a young GM. And the league is so full of young GMs in their first and second and third year that they're all one. It's like it's like you've got a bunch of uh, uh, of nerdy guys that are <laughs> that are that are playing fantasy football, and they want it. They don't want to just sit. Uh, a lot of willing like trade a, partners. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, like the Packers, the Steelers, all you know, lot, the well, the Ravens trade quite a bit, but like the teams that just kind of sit there and they pick the pick that everyone thinks they're going to pick. Uh, you don't see too much of that anymore. Um, yeah, it isn't isn't best player available. What you say when you don't get the guy that you're you're wanting? Oh, to get. I, I've I've <laughs> never I've never walked into a press conference after a draft pick and had him go. Well, you know, he wasn't the best player. We we really didn't have him at the top of our board, but he's a pretty good player. We think you can get we can get something out of him. Uh, it's, that would have been all, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron I mean, Rodgers is the perfect example of that. He was the best player available for how yeah. long and the Vikings didn't need him. They had Dante Culpepper. So it, it wasn't a need base. They let him go. They didn't take the best player available. And had they done so maybe the Vikings would have well, one, uh, one, one Super Bowl and a bunch of draft picks coming this year because they right. just Aaron Rodgers. And well, in that same draft, their two biggest needs receiver and edge rusher, right? They take Troy Williamson seven. They take Erasmus James, eighteenth. I think it was. Uh, neither yeah, one of them. That settles it, Mark. That answers the questions. It's all need based, and everything else is baloney. Um, on, on that point, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back and, and finish up with some some more questions we got hanging out there. So come on back to Vikings territory breakdown podcast. Welcome back, folks, to the Vikings Territory Breakdown Podcast. If there's a little bit of news for the Vikings this week as we head into draft week, it's just more house cleaning than anything. They did pick up fifth-year option on Justin Jefferson's contract. It uh, sounds great, but I think it's just 
preamble to the bigger thing down the road. Mark, do you, do you have any comment on what that means? That I mean, it's it was great that they were able to do that, but he's still going to get that uh, boatload of bucks in it sooner than later. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it. I would I would probably trade him. Uh, you know, we need we, they need extra picks. Hey, Raj. <laughs> they don't have they don't have a seventh round pick. They, if they, they would certainly get a bunch of seventh round picks if they traded him. Wow. No, I mean that's that's uh, this just guy like, talking right here. That's this guy. It's <laughs> yeah, that someone will pick that up. Like when Quasi talks and he says it's taken out of context, someone will say, you know, <laughs> that I said so they should trade him for a seventh round pick. Uh, yeah, it's sort of like you know, this time of year is someone a breaking news, you know. Uh Vikings don't uh, like last year, the Vikings don't pick up Garrett Bradbury's fifth year. Vikings pick up, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so anyway. That they'll they'll be negotiating that. I mean, I, I guess I don't understand that basic. I mean, he he's with his incentives. I think he's he's due for nineteen million. I think next year, right? And then, you know, maybe they what they'll do is they'll probably restructure that because they you know, and then. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, different. yeah, I mean, he's he's not going to play on that deal. I mean, he's right. not going to be as yeah. be like, ah, not, not we can do 19 million. Yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. yeah, his tender is whatever he basically whatever he wants to be the highest paid you know, nice. within reason to be the, the highest paid receiver in the history of the world. Good king if you can get it. <clears throat> Once again, this weekend, it just, you know, it's, it's all malarkey as far as we know until we, until we know, but the Vikings and Trey Lance steam is all over the place again. And uh, I guess, you know, I don't know if there's any veracity to it, but I, I, I do want to ask you, why would, maybe I asked you this last week, why they trade Purdy, you know, I mean, why they would trade Trey Lance when Purdy's hurt and he's not even going to play this year. Uh, well, no, maybe, Pardon me. Purdy's be back in in, in September, and you will. They also have they also have Sam. They also have Sam Darnold. Um, you know, my, my question of why they would trade him is, my goodness, why would you give up so so quickly? I I know that the 49ers, the 49ers have eleven picks, but the 49ers have their first pick in uh, the draft is number ninety nine. Oh wow! So that's why you know, and and if you you compare that to Seattle, Seattle has like five of the top. Uh, 90 picks, 95 picks, you know, uh, the 49ers have zero. Uh, so the 49ers are itching to get something in those top three rounds, but man, to, to just, uh, to give up on Trey Lance after so little, like, uh, <laughs> you know, a chance of, of him producing is, right. is would be mind boggling to me. Uh, but you know, the thing is they're not going to give him away. I mean, look what they what it cost to get him was right. a uh, was the first round pick in uh, yeah 2021 when the trade was made. They switched those picks. Who uh, forget who they traded with? Um, they came up to number three. Whoever fell back got their number one pick, and then they got picks number one picks in 22 and and this year, and a, tw- a 2022 third round pick. Now, if you want Trey Lance you're going to have to give up not one first round draft pick, but at least two or, or maybe they've, you know, three, you know, if you, so, and obviously I think they're, you know, the reason that they're hitched to the Vikings and people talking about that and the fact that they may have talked 
it's, they, they would not only want that, they, they'd want something plus Kirk Cousins. Right. Uh, I just don't, I don't see, I don't see the 49er. I don't see, you know, you base a decision like that on Brock Purdy playing seven games, you know, <laughs> and Sam, and thinking Sam Darnold takes you somewhere. I well, just, Mark, why think. wouldn't the, why wouldn't this trade happen then? I mean, the, the Vikings should, well, I guess they, they want Trey Lance, but I mean, if you trade him Kirk Cousins and for Trey Lance, it's not a straight up pick, they, you know, have the San Francisco 49ers pass along a few extra draft picks because they have so many. that I mean, you're, that's a big assumption on your part that, 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 that it would be the, the, the 49ers having to give more the 49ers, what they invested to get that guy is a top three pick. Uh, and, and the fact that, uh, he's uh, you know a generation younger than, than Kirk yeah, Cousins. Yeah, you don't need him. Yeah. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you? Uh, why wouldn't you go for the guy that can re- get you the win, right? Yeah, now? but Kirk Cousins. Uh, so I mean, they say he's going to take him to the Super Bowl. I don't know. It, but they're not going to give him. They're not going to give him away after no, just I know that, like but. three hours ago trading three number one picks for him and a then number trade three for Kirk and, and Zadarius Smith and then give us yeah. Trey Lance and two two of those late round picks so that Vikings yeah, have capital. It's not enough. It's to me it's not enough. This league is I mean Zadarius Smith is already he's on the back side of the hill, you know. Uh it, uh we saw you know last year great start. Uh the year before he played one game, had back problems last Dalvin year. Cook, then. Was, you know, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook is a running back is on the other side of the hill. It's just, yeah. uh, I, well, I, don't I don't know where this, I don't know what, I don't know where this, uh, where, where, if, if, where this last thing goes, but I have a hard time believing that, that, that 49ers are going to get everything that they, they have to be asking for him, uh, because, uh, it just doesn't yeah, make any sense. Cares. Nobody cares what they gave up for Lance, they don't care. That, that, well, the 49ers care. The 49ers that, care. So they're not, they're not, they need someone yeah. willing to trade. That's why That's why I don't think there's going to be a trade that's – I mean, yeah. uh, if you look at Twitter, the Twitter would say, hey, why don't we trade uh, – uh, why don't we trade Jalen Rager and Jalen Naylor for Patrick Mahomes? Uh, I mean, you get two players for one. Like, I'd, do that I'd do that deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would do that deal. Uh, you know, I might – so it's yeah, the trade you can talk about trades all you want. But I know. Hey, one team is not going to want to just say take advantage of. There is one trade that was completed that we have to talk about. Our old buddy A Rod, he's gone. He's gone. The wicked witch of the uh, East, I guess, is gone for Vikings for after what 30, 31 some years as Hall of Fame quarterbacks at that place. They have now have Jordan Love and a nice compensation package. They. Switched their first rounders this year. The Packers move up to 13. They were at 15. Um, they get a second rounder and then a, a second rounder in 2024. That's conditional. That could move up to be a first rounder if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. And as you looked up earlier, he's the guy's going to turn 40 in December. You know, uh, all it takes is one good hit. He might not pay, play that many, but I, I, this was my worst nightmare, Mark. I didn't want it to happen. I wanted it to fall apart like it looked like it was going to do because then you got a, uh, an upset of Rodgers limping back to a locker room that knows he doesn't want to be there, so they don't want him there and blah, 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 blah. blah. But it didn't happen. They finally got it done. They got it over the line. Well, yeah, when it, I mean, when it looked like it might happen on the first day of the league year back, you know, a month or a month and a half ago, 
I wrote a big story on like, you know, uh, and even counted up the days since Brent Favre's first start in 92. It's like 11,700 and some days where the Packers have had Hall of Fame quarterbacks all the way through. And I said, you know, the lead, you know, jokingly, the lead is like uh, football historians may may look back on this as wishful thinking, but it's over. It's finally over, Vikings fans. You can celebrate. But what if Jordan Love, you know, becomes uh, a Hall of Fame caliber? What if he wins uh, five MVPs and those? Yeah, thanks for putting that out there, Mark. Thanks for so um, you know, and and uh, and then uh, we put together a chart on uh, just uh, how how many quarterbacks have started and their records during those thirty-one years uh, for Vikings. You know, Uh, so yeah, but. In saying that, yeah, the Packers. Yeah, how about Cleveland during that time? Put Cleveland's up there next. Oh yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah, that, that would be. Uh, we wouldn't have enough room for that. Uh, <laughs> even the internet wouldn't have enough room for that. <clears throat> uh, but but to me, the thing about what you know, yeah, they they lost their guy. You know, last year was the first time probably in Rogers' career where uh, he didn't make up for some of the problems that they have. It was like there was one too many deficiencies that evolved with that roster that he couldn't overcome. And I don't know that, I swear, I don't know that his art was in it, even though they, they made him the highest paid player and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but th- there was, you know, losing Devonte Adams, you know, there, so many times we saw where, uh, uh, you know, all pro linemen go down, all pro receivers move on. Uh, he just was there to kind of keep carrying the team. Well, it didn't work last year. So, you know, there's no reason to think that that's going to happen. It's going to go back to that, I guess. He's disgruntled. He doesn't want to be there. He's a pain in the ass when it comes to personality. So, you know, they get rid of him. They ha- they've had his replacement in place for four years now, and he's getting ready to turn 40. Uh, he's, you know, probably not going to play beyond this year. But, you know, and you get a you, – you, switch you know all you do is you uh you move you know first of all you get to you get to move up two spots in this year's draft you get what the second rounder you get a second rounder next year that's could be a first rounder i mean that is a huge yeah i mean it's it's worth it for the for the jets because what you know the last time we were talking about the jets was when brett Favre went there so now you know the jets have this infusion of this excitement and the possibility to be really good they have a defensive coach that's uh, had the Jets playing really well last year, especially early on. They didn't have a quarterback, uh, and then the, the, the but the Packers. I mean that that's a hell of a of a of a windfall for them for a guy that didn't want to be there, who's who's old, and uh, so yeah. It's I mean that's a great great trade for the Packers. I think that's too bad. And all I can say is if if Quasi uh, helps out the Packers or Lions this year, I am off the Quasi bandwagon. I will be bitter. I will be crabbing. I mean, he he traded down with them both last year to to get uh, to and and to give the Packers uh, Christian Watson, I believe his name is, and yeah. and uh, the Lions got uh, Jamison Williams, both really good receivers. And the Vikings got two people that got injured. So, well, if he does it again, there's going to be pitchforks. At least Williams got caught up in that gambling problem. He's going to be suspended for six games. So, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe it'll be when the Vikings play him. So, uh, but I, I like you know that guy. Obviously, when they played the Vikings, he had a he ran past their defense for one touchdown. Um, and Watson on the first play of the 
season ran past the Vikings that we should have caught. And he dropped the ball. But yeah, it's uh, that's when Rogers was of, done. Rogers was done from that point on. You know, that was it. He was out. He checked out. <laughs> so yeah, and that was you know that what, what you know that game was a uh, you know the, the way that uh, Zadarius played, the way mm-hmm. uh, the deal they were all over Rogers, and uh, so yeah, the Vikings. You know, it's a, a hell of a year. They just need they need to fill some holes, and they gotta if they won a playoff game last year, especially with it being at home. You know, I think the feeling about last year for me would be a lot, a lot more positive than uh, it's positive. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. uh, it's it's a good season, but it's you know, you've got to they got to win some playoff games. I mean, they've, they've Lord, it's to, been forever. Yep, they've got to fill some holes with people in the you know early draft picks that can contribute, and they got to have those guys from last year contribute because the Lions, the Bears, and the Packers are all building. And the Vikings are going to be, you know, with without a quarterback of the future, they are going to be, they're going to struggle, you know, if, if, if they're going to have to keep re-upping Kirk for a year and a year and a year if they don't get a, a quarterback of the future. So it's, you know, when I look about look down the road like that, I'm, I'm a little concerned. So they, they've well, got to hit this. They've got to hit this year. They really do. Especially the Lions. The Lions, I think, are the team that that's really, that's the team that's coming on strong. You know, the Bears – it still depends. I think Justin Fields will be a really good quarterback. Uh, it just depends on how quickly he turns it around. Uh, the Packers, again, it, it depends on Jordan Love. Uh, but I think the Pack of all, it's kind of the weird that the you know I think the Vikings are main competition. Uh, you know, if you, if you believe that they they can weather all the guys who had to leave, uh, their competition is the Lions. That's it's a weird thing to think about right now. It is. Uh, just one more reiterate Mark's uh, mock drafts coming out in the Tribune t- later today, or is it tomorrow? Or when, where's your, your uh, it'll be online today, I'm sure. So, okay. And you're, you're saying the Vikings are going to stay at 23 and they're going to, they're going to pick wide receiver. What's his name? Zay flowers from Boston college. Zay flowers. You might want to Google him because he's, he's ex- exciting. Uh, you know, so he's not, not a big, not a big receiver, but boy, I mean, he's got the speed, the quickness. Uh, can separate. He's, uh, I, I mean, if, if uh, as in my mock, if those five corners are gone and then they, they can't get the quarterback, uh, sit there and take a receiver like him, I think it would be a pretty good pick for him. Well, I got my pencil and I got my mug, and I'm going to print out Mark's mock later in the day. And uh, tomorrow night, I'm going down with a checklist so I can roast and his tail next week on this podcast. Yes, uh, it's it's never been pretty in all the years I've done it. Uh, so you might want to use the I use the eraser on, on draft nights. And say, ah, that one didn't work. That one didn't work. Just like on your golf scorecard, huh? Yes, Woo. pencil whip. Okay, I'm kidding, of course. Mark, uh, thank you. Thanks for all the inside info. Uh, thanks, everybody, for checking us out. Thanks, Mike Waldem, behind the scenes, for putting us together. We're going to come back next week and uh, talk about the draft. There's going to be plenty to talk about three nights, but we'll see how they do. Quasi, quasi part two, but come on back for that. And until then, thanks, Joe Johnson, and to all you out there, Skull. Skull.